listening to the coffee hour i'm sarah golseth i'm andy bates we get to talk more music very excited about this christmas e christmas music which is even more exciting since we are quickly approaching christmas and all things christmasy and christmas music and concerts and all of these exciting things happening including a presentation of the messiah with the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra and Chorus. So joining us today is Dwayne Trainer, St. Louis Symphony Chorus member. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. So the Messiah is generally this massive experience for people, a, a part of a lot of people's Christmas season traditions, sometimes for a very long time. So I'm curious, what is your first experience with Handel's Messiah? So I think that I discovered the Messiah probably in high school. I, I think I probably knew about it sort of peripherally before that, but I grew up in Atlanta. And so Robert Shaw and the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra and Chorus, they did Messiah every year. It was on PBS, you know, every year during Christmas. And I discovered I could sing sort of in, in the high school years and started taking voice with a voice teacher that was in the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. And she gave me this old LP of the Messiahs to take this home and listen to it. And I remember lying in my living room floor, you know, where the big, huge stereo furniture was, listening to the record. And of course, the you know, after the the beginning instrumental prelude, the, the tenor is the first to sing. And the tenor comes in singing, Comfort Ye, and then goes into every valley. And I was just in the floor, and I just thought that was the most beautiful thing that I'd ever heard. And I'm like, that is what I want to do. And then, you know... Many years later, I go to college, go to graduate school, and return to Atlanta, and I actually got to sing the Messiah with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra Chorus for Robert Shaw, what turned out to be his last season. So it's just a very special piece that I connect to musically, spiritually, vocally, and I've been singing it nearly every year since then. I mean, that was that was the late 80s. You know, it's just been a part of my musical life since, since that first experience. Handel's Messiah is so epic that even as you were just speaking the words, <laughs> you can suddenly hear the, the tune in, in your head, head, right? I mean, isn't that amazing that when you hear text, mm. I mean, it's all scripture, but when you hear the text, you can hear that tune in your head. Isn't I, is that the case for you too, Dwayne? Oh yeah. And you know, every Sunday at church, you know, you're going through the lectionary and these, these scriptures pop up throughout the liturgical year. And every time one of these Messiah texts come up, I start singing it in my head and I'm just like, oh, we could have sung this. And it, it might have meant sometimes more out loud too, right? <laughs> it, it, it is. <laughs> and, and sometimes not just in your head, sometimes out loud too. Oh right? yeah, mm. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Declare so you this, like? right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's so many, so many parts. What is, what is it like for you then to be able to continue to be able to sing the Messiah and, and including this year with the St. Louis Symphony Chorus? Well, we've not done it in about three years. And of course, with COVID, we weren't singing at all. So it's so nice to have this piece coming up this year when things, not that we're through COVID by any means, but now that things are returning to normal, you know, this music is Christmas for so many people. And it's going to be so much fun to have that experience to share it with people again. And I think for people to hear it again after years when there haven't been many performances 
at all of any choral music. It's, you know, still very high risk activity to be singing in a big group in a chorus. We're still wearing masks. So that makes it a little bit more of a challenge to communicate the story and the joy of the piece. But it's just so special. And it's always interesting for me since since I've done it so many times, what is this new conductor going to bring to the piece? You know, every conductor has different nuance that they want to bring out or different pet peeves that they don't want to bring out. And you know, I've done it with amateur groups to very large professional ensembles and then, you know, tiny where there was like one or two people on a part and you were singing the choruses and the solos as they came up. So it's it's done a lot of different ways. So it's always interesting to see what this performance will bring that's unique to my experience with the piece. Yeah, you mentioned the conductors wanting to bring out different parts of it. What is that relationship with the conductor and the orchestra and then the chorus that you're a part of, the relationship? How how all those moving pieces work together when you're putting on such a big production like this? Yeah, it's tricky, again, because people play this and sing this so often. You have to be on your absolute guard that you don't kind of slip into kind of what you've always done or what you personally like, but you've, you've taken good notes in your score to understand what the conductor wants. And then we have to all do the same thing and be on the same page. And sometimes that's tricky when there's so much baggage with so many performances under your belt. It's easy just to kind of tune out and just phone it in. And you absolutely can't do that. Or all of a sudden you're not doing what, what the conductor wants or what your peers are doing. Um, and with it being Baroque music, you know, there's this interesting interplay between the voices and, and the instrumentalists commenting back and forth. They typically are doubling in some way the vocal parts, you know, and the chorus's job is really to tell the story. We are the ones that are communicating this amazing story that the proclamation and of Christ coming. And then we're doing the whole thing this time. So we also get into the passion leading up to Christ's crucifixion and then the resurrection. So it's, it's a long evening. You have to pace yourself. It's, it's very much an athletic endeavor and you have so many things that you have to do from singing very light filigree, you know, very virtuosic to very loud sustained singing. So you do really have to be careful that you don't, you know, finish up the Christmas portion, which is the first part. And then, you know, you don't have anything left to give. So it's, mm -hmm. it's careful and, and performing to get through it and, and get through it in a good way. And then the role of the conductor is really to constantly remind us and convey what is that overall, you know, mood or dynamic or feeling that he wants us to, or she wants to give us to give to the audience and keeps us all together. And that that's tricky in the Messiah with all the rigidity and the sudden back and forth, you know, it's tricky keeping everybody on the same page. So some of it is just very foundational this is the beat. This is where you come in and, and then get going. I was not aware that you were doing the entire oratorio. Yeah. That's a marathon. It, yeah. it is. Don't let that scare you off. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, from from a performer's side, that's yeah. that's a marathon. Yeah. Like, I hope you get a break somewhere in there. <laughs> I think, um, we'll, yeah, we'll get a, an, an, you know, a pause at some point in intermission where we could take a break, get some water, pull our mask down, get some fresh mm -hmm. oxygen, and then go back in. Mm -hmm. So Handel's Messiah taking place at the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra, December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Information available at slso.org. What will the audience get to experience at these presentations of Handel's Messiah? 
So I think they're going to get to hear some great music from a great crowd. You know, there was this smaller group that is performing this as far as the orchestra chorus. We're usually between 100 and 120, and this is going to be 70 singers, so fewer singers, smaller group. And then it's always fun to see Powell Hall when it has all of its Christmas lights up and the greenery on the stage and the trees up. So it's just such, um, you know, a beautiful, beautiful place to be at Christmas. And then to hear this familiar music that so many people know and have so ingrained within, there's always, I don't know, just this a unique excitement when you're doing a Messiah performance because it means so much to so many. And you can really feel that energy coming from the audience and people are just excited with it being so early this year in December that it really will be the kickoff to their Christmas season and will get everybody in that, that magical mood for Christmas. From your experience doing so many of these, which I'm not going to lie, I'm slightly jealous of, <laughs> doing so many of these performances of the Messiah, what are you looking forward to with this performance, with the SLSO, with, with the the slightly smaller chorus that you mentioned? What what are you, I'm sure you're in rehearsing rehearsals right now too. What are you looking forward to with this particular performance? So I'm really looking forward to meeting the conductor that's going to be leading this. He's from England and, you know, they're very fussy with how they like their Baroque music, you know, performed. So I, I'm just very curious to meet him. He will come in the week before rehearsals and, and work with us and kind of fine tune what we've been doing with our, our guest, the person that prepares the chorus for that final week to see, you know, kind of what we need to change, what's okay, what we can improve. So I just, I love that process. I'm a weirdo. I really love rehearsals. I love the process of putting something together and, and working things out together and figuring new things out and discovering new things about the piece you've never noticed before. So that's what I'm really looking forward to. And then just personally, I love it so much, particularly the Christmas section. I mean, there are just so many places that I still get goosebumps every time I sing it, in particular, the PIFA section where they're really talking about they were shepherds in the field and then the angels, you know, make their announcement to the shepherds. And then we have that chorus where we go, wonderful counselor, the mighty God. Like I have, I have goosebumps now just thinking about it. I mean, it is just absolutely magic for me and, and it never gets old and I just love every second of it. So I believe you said you're a tenor, correct? Correct. As a tenor, what is your favorite piece Ooh. to sing in Handel's Messiah? So I got to be honest. So I, I'm a professional singer and I, I'm a soloist. And so for me, one of my favorite things to sing is always the comfort ye at the very beginning where you are foretelling the coming of Christ and then you go into the every valley. I love singing that, but particularly comforting me. It's just so beautiful. And you really set the stage for the entire piece and set up the story. So that's that's magic for me. And then, of course, when when the full chorus comes in and the glory of the Lord, you know, that's just always magical. I think that's the first chorus I ever sang from the Messiah. But there's so many amazing moments. Of course, you know, everyone rolls their eyes, but the Hallelujah chorus is is always special just because it means so much. And there's always that rumble of everyone standing up and you know, how did that tradition start? There are several different things going around, but there are just so many magical moments in it. 
You've painted quite a, a wonderful picture of this Messiah performance coming up with the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra and Chorus Friday, December 2nd, Saturday, December 3rd, Sunday, December 4th. Of course, you can find information, tickets, all of those things, slso.org. Dwayne Trainer, St. Louis Symphony Chorus member. Thank you so much for joining us today. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for this opportunity. And I hope that so many of you listening will join us. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Andy Bates. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere.